felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas From the bottom of my heart I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas From the bottom of my heart Feliz Navidad Christmas, Christmas. 
stockings Turn off the light Santa Claus is coming down your chimney tonight Oh, it's Christmas time with the babies Christmas snow is falling on the ground Will you be a real good little baby? Santa Claus is back in town song that uh, there's a lot of Christmas songs out there and uh, not too many Hanukkah songs so uh, wrote, a, wrote a song for all those nice little Jewish kids who don't get to hear any Hanukkah songs here we go put on your yarmulke here comes Hanukkah so much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. <laughs> when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish. Just like you and me. <laughs> David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So do James Conkirk Douglas and the late Dinah Shora. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> Paul Newman's half Jewish, Goldie Hawn's half too. Put them together. What a fine looking Jew. <laughs> you don't need deck the halls or jingle bell rock. Cause you can spin a dreidel with Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock. Both Jewish. Put on your yarmulke. It's time for Hanukkah. The owner of the Seattle Supersonicas celebrates Hanukkah. O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. <laughs> but guess who is? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. He converted. We got Ann Landers and her sister, dear Abby. Harrison Ford's a quarter Jewish, not too shabby. <laughs> Some people think that Ebenezer Scrooge is. Well, he's not, but guess who is? All three Stooges. So many Jews are in showbiz. Tom Cruise isn't, but I heard his agent is. 
Tell your friend Veronica It's time to celebrate Hanukkah Oh, bar, get a harmonica On this lovely, lovely Hanukkah So drink your gin and tonica And smoke your marijuana If you really, really want to go Have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah Happy Hanukkah You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Well, ho, ho, holy shit. It is the Monday before Christmas. And you are here to enjoy another fun-filled edition of... The Arnie State Show. That's right, only five days left. Only five more days of idiots fucking not knowing how to park in parking lots, not knowing how to drive, losing all sense of, uh, of, of just, just, just sense of sense. Stopping right in front of you at the store, not paying any attention. Jeez, cannot wait. Only five days left. And then we can start to kind of go back to normal. Whatever the fuck normal is now. I have not one, but two two daily observations to start the show off with. But first. But first. It's t-shirt time? God 12 damn. 10 is t-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12 10. That's it's fucking t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh my god, shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their t-shirts. On. Yeah, today's t-shirt. Yeah, Angelina, shut your fucking trap. We don't need that up right now. Jesus. Um Today's T-shirt is very, very special to me. I am a huge fan of Sun Records. Sun Records, to me, is the greatest record company to ever exist. At one time, they had The King, The Killer, Carl Perkins, and Johnny Cash all on the same tour. You can kind of scratch out, you know, Carl Perkins. You can put in Roy Orbison or somebody else. But they had Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, and, and, and it was a small recording studio in Memphis, Tennessee. Their colors are, are usually a bright gold color. It's got a big rooster on there. So I got a new shirt made. It's the Sun Records, and it's the middle of what the 45 would be for Great Balls of Fire. So wearing that today, very, very exciting. For this gold-colored T-shirt. Let's say some good mornings. It looks like Mike D, first one here, he says, Good morning. Good Monday morning, asses. Have a great day. Let's kick some ass, indeed. Hangtown Jen says, Happy Monday, ass family. Douglas says, Good morning, ass family. Braddy Kid, good morning. I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Uh, Aldo says, Morning, my favorite Christmas song to start off, Feliz Navidad. Yes. Look, look, I know that, that Christmas music's been... Played non just nonstop, but hey, I got to do a week of it, and I got some good shit. I, I, I found a fifth part. Adam Sandler. It's not Adam Sandler singing, but we will do that on Friday. So every day we're going to start the show, you know, like we usually do with songs leading into the show. Every day the last song will be one of the Hanukkah songs. 
So I, I, I've got that all ready to go. We have a lot of fun Christmas music to play. I found a lot of shit over the weekend. So uh, if you hate Christmas music, I'm sorry. This is my one week a year that I will do it, and I will do it very, very well. Uh, Braddy Kid says, I could listen to Christmas music all year. Yes, I know. Uh, Hot Mama says, happy Monday, ass. Andrew says, holy shit, man, it's Monday. Aldo says, I apologize if you're not taking requests, but just in case, could you play uh, Xmas by Corey Taylor? It's a great short Christmas song. Thank you, sir. I will see. Let, I, let me see how long it is, because I got to have it to be at least 245 to three minutes long, because that, that, that's what I, I need that. Otherwise, I just have short shit like this. On the 12th day of Christmas in Texas, my true love gave to me. 12 brisket smoking, 11 shotguns toting, 10 flags a flying, 9 guitars playing, 8 boots a scooting, 7 broncos bucking, 6 roughnecks drilling, 5 blue bonnets, 4 pickup trucks, 3 Texas stars, 2 longhorns, and a state that's its own country. Now, there, there's another song that, that, that we've done here on the show that was sent to me. Let's see if I can find it uh, real quick. Like, uh, good morning, Arised. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Ah, uh, here we go. We, got, we have to put this in here. We'll play this probably one more time this year. Uh, but uh, this was sent to us, and it's not very long, but it is pretty good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. On the twelfth day of Christmas, Arnie didn't give me a twelve pack of malt liquor, eleven Tennessee jock straps, ten herpes bumps, nine giant queefs, eight day after pills, seven bathrooms, some booters, five giant butt plugs, indeed, four yeehaws, three Snapchats, two baby scares, and a money shot from a preacher. Yeehaw! Uh, there, there you go. Uh- a holiday classic in the making. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> got all that shit this week. I uh, hope everybody had a good weekend. I, I My weekend, we're going to talk a lot about the weekend with, with, with all of our, my daily updates and things, or daily observations. My first daily observation, we're going to get this one out of the way early. I've seen a few videos of this, and, and, and I got to tell you, this whole trans movement and these people that, that support it that aren't trans, but they're going to go ahead and say, hey, I refer to myself as this, the whole pronoun bullshit game. I figured it out over the weekend. I, I saw a video with Stephen Colbert, who I don't like, and even he was confused. He was interviewing a young man and a young lady, and they were talking about this whole trans bullshit. Okay, and I figured it out, figured it out. This is why nobody can go along with it. And, 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 and look, it's going to sound like I, I'm dissing some people. I'm not dissing any of the few people here I'm about to talk about. Do you remember when we were growing up and, and you, had, you had those people? A lot of us had D&D people, Dungeons and Dragons. Now, now we, we all thought they were kind of strange and different from us, uh, nerdy, if you will. But I've come to appreciate, I don't play. I've never played d and I, I probably never will. 
but but we've come to grow to appreciate them, and, and and they still play it to this day. I won't say who told me they play in, in you know like every Wednesday night. You rise, but I I mean I'm just saying. But you know how they had all the rules for all the different players and things like that, and doing all that kind of stuff. We just never understood it. And then you had the band kids, and the band kids were their own entity on their own. You know, there are some of us that were just cool kids in high school. And, and that that transitioned into cool kids in college. And then cool kids in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and now 50s. Because I am still the head of the cool guy table. But here's the thing. Being the, the, the head of the cool guy table is I've come to accept the D&D people and even the band people I've accepted. You know why? Because I can understand them. Because their rules are privy to the game. You see, this new movement of trans, even the D&D people are looking down on them. Even the band geeks are looking down on them. Because their rules make zero fucking sense. Well, you can be born with the female sexual parts, but your pronouns could still be he and, and he and him. No, they fucking can't. All right? Your rules that you're making up that you change on the every two minutes, there was video going around of this, I don't even, I, I, I guess it was the National Socialist Convention of fucking people who get their fucking feelings hurt all the time. And I watched it, and it was a video on TikTok. And, and I'll tell you this right now. If you're not if you're not on TikTok, they don't pay me, which they should. But they don't pay me. If you're not there, you will learn so much about the world by watching the videos that people create. And they were at this conference, and they couldn't get past the first fucking set of rules because everybody was uh, sidebar uh, point of parliament here. Uh, could we please not use any sexual terms like he and him here? They couldn't get through that. This is why we don't like you people. If you make it to where it's your rules and you can live by them, then shut up. But the problem is, is that you make the rules and then you're not happy with the rules that you make or people that are in your group aren't happy with certain rules you make and they want to change the rules and then you change the rules and then it changes for everybody. We fucking hate you. I'll say it. I don't care anymore. I don't hate the fact that you're trans. I hate the fact that you have no spine and you can't stick to one set of fucking guidelines. That's what I hate. And if the head of the cool guy table can't even fucking put up with you, then you have no shot anywhere. At all. And that's what these people keep doing. And and you get the D&D people that look at him and go, what a bunch of losers. And I stand behind my D&D brothers and sisters out there and say, yes, look, they're calling you losers. And then the band geeks come in, and they say, you're losers. And I said, even the band geeks call you fucking losers. Jesus. 
Oh, my God. I, I, I've had it. Now, my next daily observation is going to be a little bit more on the serious side. I actually wrote this one kind of out a little bit. Um, let's see. Let's say some good mornings again. Uh, <laughs> I can hear Homer yelling, nerd. Uh, <laughs> uh, Arise says, I still play D&D. Arise, I like you more now. That's Douglas. Uh, my group plays on Fridays, and I'm always busy and aren't able to make it every week. Ogre says, Buenos dias, familia. Roll for initiative on your pronouns, LOL. I second that. Douglas says, what's funny is when I was a teenager playing D&D, I thought it was a, a, a dying game. And now, lo, lo and behold, 20 years later, I found a bunch of people play, and a coworker came out to me, and he played D&D and invited me to join. It's huge. Speaking of TikTok, uh, there are funny videos of conservatives like Ben Shapiro, Mike Wallace, Candace Owens, and the likes, where they react to TikTok videos, namely woke TikTok videos. It's legit funny to me. Yes. Oh, it, look, uh, TikTok is great because if you want to learn about society, watch TikTok. I got jokes up there. Well, let's see. What, my, what, what are the jokes today? Uh, this week, it's all Christmas jokes. Uh, what does Mrs. Claus get when she wears tight pants? Mistletoe. Yeah, yeah, you like that one. All right. This one is my favorite joke, though, I think maybe of the week. One of them. What do you call a Christmas wreath made out of $100 bills? Aretha Franklin's. <laughs> if you're not laughing, you don't have a fucking soul. That one right there is fucking gold right there. Oh, man. Uh, good morning, Alicia. Douglas, uh, D&D is sadly bigger than ever. Stan Gable's prediction in Revenge of the Nerds is coming true. If they win this, they'll be up to our next nerd shit. Uh, look at that. Christopher says, I Dungeon Master game on Tuesday. See, it's big. See, but see, that's the clip. That, this, is, this is what I like and respect so much about D&D players. Because they don't give a fuck. Their feelings aren't hurt. Here it is. Fucking 30, almost 40 years after I graduated from high school. No, not almost 40. I'm not even close to that. 30 years after I graduated from high school. And and people, it's still going on strong, and they don't give a fuck. That's what I respect so much. Band people are the same way. Band people still fucking will break out their instruments and get together with old band people and play songs. They'll play fucking In the Mood by Benny Goodman. I respect that because they've stayed true. These trans people, they fucking change when the wind blows hard. Oh, well, we can't refer to him and her. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Then we have to refer to it as blah, 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 blah. It's so fucking dumb. And ask D&D game should happen. Well, you guys enjoy. I don't know any of the rules, never played it, and I don't want to come down to your low. I don't want to be the, 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 the one that stands out like an idiot in that group. So there you go. Uh, D&D is totally sexist. Half-orc males get strength bonuses. Female drow elves get magic resistance and spell powers. Human females get comeliness bonuses, etc. So I heard. I've never played D&D or anything. Okay, ogre. 
No, and and that's the cool part, man, is that you know it, you know it by heart. It's like it, it's like people that, yeah, you know who I, I I equate today's transgender movement to, are all the idiots that had to change up everything in baseball. They got to go through everything. It look look, if I was a GM and you gave me all these fucking metrics and stuff, if I'm gonna sign a pitcher, I'm looking at innings pitched, wins strikeouts. That's it. I don't know what the war is. I don't know what the, all these analytics are. If you're going to hire if you're a five-tool player, that's all I care about in the field. Run, hit, throw, power, or whatever the fifth one is cuz I'm not using my brain right now. I don't I don't need all these other metrics. I don't need to know what they hit on Wednesdays. I don't just give me those. Give me batting average, RBIs, and home runs. That's it. That's only. That's all I need to sign a hitter. That's it. Oh, it, it fucking angers me so much. But it's the world we live in. So now, well, yeah, I already have an idea for a campaign where a group of adventurers need to travel to a volcano to defeat an evil dragon named Cunt Stab and Greedy. Uh, yeah, see, I don't understand what war is. I, and, and, you know, here's the thing, Stink Fist, I don't look into it. Over the weekend, I looked into crypto and, and, and NFTs. Everybody says, hey, you should be selling NFTs. Well, as soon as I can figure out how to make an NFT, I'll sell an NFT. I still don't know what they are. Uh, let's see, the world we live in. So my 27-year-old listens to many podcasts. The other day came out quite irritated. It was a podcast analyzing the TV show Survivor. It was an elimination episode uh, voting thing. Anyhow, this one man is up to nominate his person, and he starts with, I hate to do this to a fellow brother, fellow black participant. My son comes out living. Not like him. uh, He's more lax about the hot topic issue. And he's like, "This is this not a game about the best team for survival? How in the fuck is it also about color? How can it always be about color? Jesus Christ, what about winning Survivor? In that moment, I was so fucking proud of him. Good. Uh, Oh, my God, South Park and Butters selling NFTs was awesome. Well, as soon as I figured it out, I will top Butters. Now, I'm only going to do this one once. Amik. Whoa, 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 whoa. Amik. Where the hell is it? Oh, there we go. Omicron. Uh, that, that's what I was looking for. Omicron. Or is it this? Omicron. That's the one. Okay. Now we got to get off of fucking NFTs, get off of Dungeons and Dragons and Transits. Slowly, I have to rope you back into the real world that we live in. And the real world of Omicron. I lied. I did it twice. The new version of COVID has got me more puzzled than I've ever been before in my life. And and I'm being honest with you here. Researchers and people and doctors, you know, we're told to listen to doctors and scientists all over the world.
have said this is not that bad. Yet when the American doctors and more importantly the American media and the ruling party get in, the narrative, it, it, Omicron does not fit their narrative. The fact of the matter is that Omicron gets in you, you get sick, you move on, and you're only sick for like a day or so. It's not even that bad. Once it hits your lungs, it, can't, it doesn't have the strength that the Delta variant had or COVID-19 had, and it dissipates. Now, once it's in your system, you test positive for it. A lot of people have tested positive for it, even though they already had it. Now, we're hearing about how this wave will continue. This horrible wave. And I've got news stories about it. This is a part of the observation. And we have no idea how bad it's going to be. And all of our hospitals are going to be tested. Their capacities are going to be overflowing. It's the worst one that we have seen so far. Even though the rest of the world doesn't agree with that. It's pretty much run its course in South Africa. Where it started. Four weeks ago. No proof of what the doctors in America, the powers that are in charge, and the media are saying. Lockdowns are more than looming. Lockdowns are right around the corner. If you don't believe me, wait till I read some of the stories that are happening with schools shutting down. Once again, going to distance learning. We all know how that went, right? Lockdowns will be a part of 2022. Now, are they doing this because they're in power? Because we have 11 full months left before we get to vote again. Now, this is where my mind starts to work. You keep hearing about these longtime Democratic Congress people who are just up and retiring. Now, I don't know why you'd retire from that job unless you don't feel comfortable. Your morality is now being in check, and these Democrats are starting to leave. Isn't that weird? It's very strange to me. Maybe they're feeling guilty over lying this bad to the American people. Are they using this in this this new version of the lockdown to figure out yet another way to make an unconstitutional way to vote? Mail-in ballots will be a huge part of the 2022 election, even though they shouldn't be. Here's the problem. If only we had a group to call them out. We used to. It was called the media. But you can't trust the media anymore because they're in bed with the powers that are ruling. 
The media is nothing more than wannabe politicians who get all what they want across in the segments that they produce. Instead of giving us, giving us the actual facts and letting us make a decision on our own. This is where we need to stand up and say enough is enough. I hope you're right, Alicia. I hope that non-compliance will be a big part of 2022. Enough of the fucking masks. Enough of the scare tactics. Enough of using us, and now the kids of this country as guinea pigs. They want to give booster shots, not only the vaccine, but they want to give booster shots to kids. It hasn't even been a fucking year yet. I've had enough of them telling us what's good for us and then forcing that upon us by using fear of losing our jobs. And the next step, if you don't believe me, just wait. And you will hear this sound effect. And I will hate playing this one. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Because pretty soon, if you don't get your kids vaccinated or you're not vaccinated around your kids, they are going to take your kids away from you. Mark. My fucking words. They're just trying to figure it out right now. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to wake you up. And by you, I don't mean the people that tune into this show regularly. By you, I mean everybody else. Everybody else has to figure out that this experiment of, of disaster with this COVID thing It's got to come to an end. America will not be able to survive. And maybe the powers that are the ruling class now don't want America to survive. I do. I do for the kids. I want our freedoms to survive. Why do people want to get rid of guns so bad? And it's not people, it's leaders. Why? Because without guns, we can't do anything. We don't have a say to the government. And to all the people that, I I saw an awesome video of a guy talking about, well, what are you going to do if a fleet of tanks comes down your street? I saw an American patriot, a former military guy, Come out and say, well, me and my friends are going to then own a fleet of tanks. I believe that. I truly believe that. I believe there are enough men and women in this country who have served this country proudly, are not happy with things, and they want to change. And I got to think that the men and women that are in the uniform will realize this is not what they're fighting for. These powers that be are corrupted. They're awful, and they need to be voted out. And if they don't get voted out, we need to throw them out. We need the power back in the people's hands. Because this this whole fucking thing does not sound American to me. 
Gavin Newsom would never lock us down. Wait, damn it. We are fucked. Yeah. What? Why? The fucking CDC literally said that unless you are a positive, even if you've been close contact, that school kids should be in school. They don't listen. To, see, here's the thing is that they're they're picking and choosing what they listen to from the World Health Organization and the CDC. Two groups that I don't even trust. But they say that now the government doesn't trust them. So wait a second. Am I, am I right or is makes you second-guess yourself? Douglas says there's another vax mandate protest on January 3rd. I'll be there with my son giving Gavin the finger. They're going to send mail-in ballots after January 1st. And I look, the mail-in ballots are to me the most one of the most unconstitutional things that we do in this country. Literally. I'm not making that up. I I'm in favor of absentee ballots. I always have been, but there is a world of difference between the two. And mail-in ballots, if anybody tries to tease you on this, don't fall for it. Mail-in ballots haven't been around forever. Absentee ballots have. These mail-in ballots are just a clear-cut way to either cheat or cheat. The end. And yes, Homeland Security, I said it. They're using them to cheat. Now, before we get that far, let's talk about our fucking stupid-ass commander-in-chief, shall we? A special thanks to the night host, LL Cool J. He looks like he can still play. And I'm not talking about instruments. I'm talking about football or something. It manages. Anyway, I tell you what. Uh, President Stupid plans to speak about Omicron on Tuesday. Now, wait, 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 hold, hold, hold on a second here. Wait a second. Wait. If it's so bad, if, if Omicron is really as bad as they want it to be, like, this is the worst thing since Ebola. Why in the blue fuck are you waiting until Tuesday? He's had this plan on Omicron since Saturday. Well, I'm going to address that on Tuesday. Why? What would be more important to Americans? If this is such a big deal, if you're talking about possible lockdowns, shutdowns, school closures, why are you waiting? Quote, building off his winter plan, the president will announce new steps the administration is taking to help communities in need of assistance. What communities are in need of assistance right now? No communities are burning down. You want to help some people in the hood? Go help people in the fucking hood. I, I haven't seen a run on a hospital. I mean, I mean, honestly, I watch the news every damn day. If they and, and I watch the local news here in Dallas, they're a bunch of fucking liberal fucks. And I didn't hear any fucking gigantic catastrophic numbers here in the Metroplex. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I, I am saying it's not going to happen. But why are you waiting until Tuesday? 
The administration is prepared for the rising case levels, and the president will detail how it will respond to the challenge. In addition, he will remind Americans that they can protect themselves from severe illness. But uh, hold on. Did a little research over the weekend. A majority, a a large, larger than 51%, majority of the people that are getting the horrible Omicron are vaccinated. So why why am I worried about getting vaccinated? If the new strain you can get affected by it and you're you're vaccinated and boosted up already, why are you telling people to get more shots? I I, I don't understand it. I, I, I don't get it. But he'll be letting us know all that tomorrow. He must have plans today. I, I, I don't know what those plans are. Maybe he's hosting the mayor of the North Pole today. Or he, he could be partying, pa- partying, pardoning some Christmas geese. I, I, I'm not sure what's going on at the White House today, but I do know one thing for sure. He will not be addressing Omicron. What a fucking dick. Now, as far as dicks go, there's only one bigger dick than him, and his name is Dr. Anthony Fauci. He's come out and said that Omicron is likely to cause record high coronavirus cases, hospitalizations as well. Now, once again, I'd like to ask questions. Uh, They didn't see a dramatic increase in hospitalizations in South Africa and most of Europe. Seven people in Great Britain have died. Seven. They're losing their minds over there after seven people died. In like two and a half, almost three weeks of this. It's been four weeks since Omicron has been found out. I'm sorry, since Omicron has been found out. And I think the grand total is like seven people have died. Seven. Seven. That, 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 that's not even a complete infield of players. That's not complete. Ba- that is a complete baseball game, but you don't even get to the seventh inning stretch because that's seven and a half. Seven people have died. Tragedy. I'm not trying to make light of their deaths whatsoever. But how about we get the ages of these people and then actually see what the cause of death was? Because I'm betting they're fudging the numbers yet again. This weekend, I went and saw a good buddy of mine. Had to get my oil changed. And a buddy of mine is GM of uh, a Chevy dealership. Just north of my town. His name's his name is James. In high school, everybody called him Bubba. I go to see James get the oil changed in the truck Saturday, and, and we had a great conversation. And we were talking about this, and I said, "You heard the story about the motorcycle gate?" He goes, "No." And his wife is 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 a uh, is a nurse. He knows what's going on. She's a she's a nurse at Parkland. One of the busiest hospitals in Dallas. The busiest hospital in Dallas. 
And I, it, he was taking a drink of his coffee after I told him the story about the guy who got beheaded. And they said he died of COVID. I said, then they had the audacity. And I wasn't trying to be funny. I, I said, they had the audacity to claim that 13,000 people on hospice have died from COVID. He spit his coffee out. He was laughing so hard at that. Because we all know that if you get on hospice, you're going to die. I'm I'm sorry to to tell you that, but that is what it's there for. It's there to ease you into the afterlife. And the people that work there are true saints. But once you're on that, you're done. COVID didn't kill you. It's whatever got you on hospice did. This is so ridiculous. I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. Um, let's see. And the fact that all this idiocracy is happening because of cases, not deaths or hospitalization, God forbid you get the sniffle, any symptoms at all. Uh, and fear keeps the sheep in line. I got the pleasure of visiting my aunt this weekend. She has worked for the Monterey County school system for over 30 years. She told me that when they come back from holidays, they're to be vaccinated or else no job for her or the kids will not be allowed in class. The vax for all. Employees and students, she is so bummed they had been testing her daily. Mm-hmm. Sheep living in fear have been cherry-picking COVID info since the CD switched from masks to no masks and then back to masks. Feud between Elon and Senator uh, Karen is so fucking hilarious. Good morning, Derek. How you doing, buddy? Well, ain't nobody paying attention to the news on Monday. We're just getting back to work and in the mood for a presidential address. Catch me on Tuesday. Maybe I'll be able to pay attention. Joe's so demented he'll try to pardon the Christmas tree. Died with or from COVID. They, they use these words very well. See, no, the problem is, is that we use those words well. They don't. We know the difference, Mike, and that's uh, incredible. Did you die from COVID or with COVID? Because the guy who was beheaded, he died with COVID. But they say he died from COVID. And once again, we all know why. Hospitals are getting more money for all the COVID people they treat. It's like a 30% uptick. I was saying this morning that the Rile of Thumb uh, for other viruses, such as influenza viruses, continue to be the standard for this virus. The experts keep saying shit like, Lord Fucky has been and continuously wrong. Yeah, they, and, and there are foolish people out there. And, and look, look, here's the thing, Mike. I'll agree with you that there are a lot of foolish people out there, as long as you agree with me that there are a lot of people out there who don't have time to be informed of the truth. They go with what the new, and and God bless them, they're ignorant. And I'm not using that as a put down, they're just ignorant of the situation. They have no knowledge of it. And they hear lockdowns and mandates and things like that, and these people, they're not sheep. They have lives. They have real lives that they have to take care of. And, well, the government tells us to do it. These are people that believe the government is still good for us. To me, a, a certain point of me says, yes, we do still need the government. 
Can you imagine us trying to negotiate a deal with Kim Jong-un? I'd slap that fat fucker right in the damn face, but we need diplomats for that kind of shit. But those people, the ignorant people out there, and once again, not putting you down. I know that the word has been, it's like the word minority. Minority has been made to make it sound like a racist word. It's not. It's a number. Ignorance means you're just not aware of this. You, you're not paying attention to it. And the ignorant people, I can't blame them. They have real lives. They have kids. Kids have soccer games. Kids have this kind of shit. And it's until all that stuff starts to get out of wank that they eventually will start paying attention to this. I would say that the majority is uninformed, like a lot of liberals that I talk to have no clue what's going on outside the orange man is bad. You want to hear about, I want to play something for you. Has nothing to do with the virus. I found that, I've been holding on to this for a while. And I want to play this for you. Because this is what liberals really think of minorities. This is this was a report that was done and it's I'm here in Berkeley, California to find out if voter ID laws suppress the black vote. Say the, the, those laws are racist? For sure. Do you think it suppresses the uh, African American vote? Definitely. Uh, because they're less likely to have state IDs. Minority voters are less likely to have the kinds of IDs that have been um, described or required. These type of people don't live in areas with easy access to DMVs or other places where they can get identification. You can always get IDs um, you do over the internet. Does that also would make it difficult for, for black people in particular? Yeah, you have to have access to the internet. You have to be able to pay oh, an internet wait. service provider for certain fees. Do you think that's harder for black people to go online? Well, IDs? I feel like they don't have the knowledge of how, of like, how it works. A lot of people have smartphones, but you might not have data. For most of the communities, they don't really know what is out there just because they're not aware or like right. they're not informed. I also think there's a repression of like black voting with um, how they, how if you're a convicted felon, like you're not allowed to vote and everything. And when you look at swing states like Florida, that's a huge population of the, of the like African Americans. Really? Now I'm here in East Harlem to ask black people their thoughts on what you just heard. Do you have ID normally? You carry ID around? Yes, I have state ID. Do you carry ID? Yes, I do. Do you know anybody, who, any black person who doesn't carry ID? No. Everyone that I know has an ID. Why would they think we don't have ID? <laughs> That's a lie. Why would you say that? Do you have ID? Yes. Because I have my ID and my friends have their ID, so like, we know what we need to carry around. Everybody that I know have ID. Like, that's one of the things you need to walk around with New York with, an ID. Do you know any black adult who does not have ID? No, I don't. Is it a weird thing to even say that? Yes, it is. What is this, some, some type of uh, trick candy camera? I like know, that? right? <laughs> That's the only thing I brought with me. Those legit, yeah. legit IDs. I heard a lot also that uh, black people can't figure out how to get to the DMV. Really? Is that, is that, what does that say to you? I know it's that. It's on 25th Street. Do you know where the ID, the, the DMV is right now? It's on 125th Street and 3rd Avenue, I believe. You know how to get there? Yeah. Do you have a problem getting there if you have to get there? No. It's, I know these sound like silly questions. You know how to get to the AV? Of course. You know where it is? Yes. You can get there? Uh-huh. No problem. No problem. Just checking. Okay. And I also heard a lot that black People, especially poor black people, have no access to the internet, can't figure out how to use the internet. <laughs> that's, 
that's a that's just stupidity, honestly. Everybody has access to the internet. Even a little kid can figure out how to work the internet. I had access to the internet for years. Know how to use it properly, exactly. right? Exactly. I do it at work. So, of course, I know how to use it. Smart. My kids know how to use it. They all have iPads, iPods, whatever. Your phone has data? Mm-hmm. You can actually unlimited. Internet. Unlimited data. Mm-hmm. I use my phone as a hotspot. What does that say to you for the people who have this perception of life? Um, uh, they're pretty much ignorant now. That's why. I'm here in Berkeley, California. There you go. Now, I'd like to know who's racist. Who's more racist? Liberals or conservatives? Sure does seem like to me all these liberals, because they were at Berkeley, the home of liberalness, and they came out and said black people don't know how to use computers because, you see, they, they, they're not, they, they, they don't have access to them. This is the old argument of black people can't swim because they don't have access to pools. Everybody has access to the internet. You can get on the internet at a fucking library. They don't know where the DMV is. That's got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And they don't have IDs. That guy right there, uh, Ogre says, uh, Amy Horowitz, is that is that his name? Amy Horowitz? He just blew them all out of the water. Uh, fucking hysterical to watch that. Hysterical. Uh, why are they less likely to have ID? They are more likely to have say have welfare, Medicaid, food stamps, which require an ID. So why not one for voting? And smartphone again; those are given away to those in need via welfare programs. Special Kale says I have a smartphone, but no data. So woke. As a convicted felon, I didn't lose my right to vote in California. My felonies were minor and hopefully will get reduced next month. I mean, I'm not trying to be stereotyping or racist, but are not young black adults taught growing up to keep your ID on you? If you're pulled over, uh, cooperate, be respectful, and have your ID on you. Just come home safe to your parents. Aldo says, holy shit, and he laughs. Wait, did that black lady say that she works? Oh, man, that would make a liberal's head explode. Are there a lot of black people in Florida? I always think of, there are black, there are black people everywhere. But, but that girl saying that black people and felons are one and the same, and that's a majority, it's not, black people are not a majority anywhere. They are still a minority. I think of Jewish people and swamp people shooting gators for the Florida population. Those asshole elitists think black people are all slack-jawed, living in hovels, wearing one-strap suspenders and straw hats, even in big cities. Yeah, they, they look like fucking uh, Big Jim. Or, or uh, he has a different name in the Hook Finn series. Uh, oh, that wasn't Toad. The voice sounded like him. Okay. Uh, Ogre says, if, and this is no joke, sheep herders in the middle of uh, fucking nowhere in Africa have smartphones and make international dealers, I shit you not. I watched a video profiling them. Then poll people in the middle of nowhere here in the U.S. can get a smartphone and register to vote. You're right. My mom says, black back people in Africa. I still need to get that. Do I not have that one on here? I don't think I have that one on here. 
Uh, I lived in Fort Lauderdale uh, for a bit. I didn't notice a majority of any one race. It seemed fairly mixed to me. This is this is what they think. See, this is the liberal ideology. And I played that for black people. This liberal thing of they need to take care of everybody. They're just doing it under the guise because we're so stupid. We're not as smart as they are. We are not. We are not educated enough. We're, we we don't have enough uh, pomp and circumstance around us, not to realize that they're just here to help, because we're all struggling. We're not as informed as they are, because well, they go to college. I don't know about you, but when I was in college, I never thought that I was an elite person. I thought I was doing what I had to do. I didn't realize that I was there to teach the professors and then and then go on to spread my gospel around to everybody. Well, I did work in Hollywood, Florida, and I can say that there I stumbled into a job where somehow I was the only white uh, person. They literally never learned my name. They called me white girl or California, but that was one building, one city. And you're going to get that everywhere you go. Look, this, this idea, and like I said, I've been holding on to that because this totally fits in to this narrative with COVID and everything is that they're just looking out for us. And you know what? If we don't do what's right for us, they're going punish to punish us with what's right for us. And they're doing it for our own good. By the way, by the way, the powers that be could care less about our own good. They are out for number one. Fuck number two. Number one is them and them only. Number two to them would be the power of the, the party that they're in. People like us are way down the list. It's the feeling of superiority that colleges teach these robots. Check out the video of all them sitting around watching someone use a can opener. They clap after the kid finally got it. It's sad. Well, it's going to sound like, you know what? I need to expand ABC. Arnie beats children. Arnie needs to start going to college campuses and start whooping ass left and right there. Let me, I, I'm glad I've never seen the video of them applauding a kid who opens a fucking can. Because I would be laying it the smacketh down. I'm afraid in 2022, I am going to assault a lot of people. I just sent you a juicy story about the metaverse. Okay, let's see. What does it, what does the headline say? Woman claimed she was virtually groped in the fucking shit. We'll 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 probably get to that one tomorrow, Douglas. The metaverse, which by the way is the new Facebook. I was groped in it. I would This is what I love. These these so informed people. I was groped in the metaverse. 
Have you not figured out that the fucking internet is the worst place to fucking be? And we don't even have access to the dark web, which is even worse. They don't need, look, look, look. We don't need to police the internet. We all need to put our big boy and girl pants on right now. And realize that the internet is probably the greatest thing to happen to our, 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 our lives and also the worst thing to happen to our lives. Let me explain. The internet has made life a lot easier. If we need to get a phone number or something, we just go to the internet and we type in the business. Boom, it's there. We don't have to call information anymore. Kids, information is something you use to call on the phone. Or use the yellow pages. First, you got to go search out the yellow pages. Try to find them in your house. Then you have to find their phone number, go through there, find the location you want. You can do that all at the tip of your fingertips on a computer. The Internet is fantastic. But the Internet also has... Pictures of girls who like to have shit put on their face. It has videos uh, of donkeys ejaculating in women's mouths. I don't say these things to shock you or to sound funny. I'm telling you what's on the internet. And this is where the big girl and boy pants come into play. I honestly believe kids have no business being on the internet. Mm -mm. Not for fucking school. Schools have libraries full of fucking encyclopedias, just like what we used to use. Okay? Kids have all that available to them. They don't need the internet. But it's so easy for us, and we don't have to worry now. And we don't have to look up the answers now by going to a library. They say, I'll just get on the Internet. It's made our lives that much easier. The problem is, is that when you're raising children, it's not supposed to be easy. You're raising an adult. It's a, the hardest job out there. And I have so much respect and admiration for parents out there, especially in today's world, that are still doing a great job. People that, that realize their kids have to learn on their own. Just like we did. Fuck, I would have aced high school. I would have been a straight-A student if the Internet was around in high school because I would have just cheated the whole time. And now that's what they're letting them do. Aldo says, my stupid ass uh, as a kid used to flip through the yellow pages to find friends to call them. And when that didn't work, I would dial zero for the operator. Needless to say, that didn't work either. I cringe at some of the stupid shit I've done. That ranks up there. Oh, I, I hear you. 
And we've all done stupid shit. You said that just because you ran out of dirty TikTok jokes, huh? Just to get me yucca. No, it's there. That was one of, like, like honestly, we, we first got the internet. And I'll get back to COVID probably, maybe, I don't know. But uh, l- let me tell you a story. Back in the old days of, of when the internet was first around, we had dial-up because that's all that was available. There was no such thing as DSL or high-speed or anything like that. You had the old, you know, the old sound. And we had one computer in the building. Well, we had, there, there were maybe three in the radio station that I worked at. Two of them had the internet on. And, of course, when we get off the air, nobody knows what the fucking internet is except us DJs. Salespeople aren't using it. They're going out on calls. They're using the yellow pages. They think the internet's stupid because not everybody at that time had websites. You know who had websites? Pornography people because they realized how much money they could make off it. And I'll never forget finding the video of the chick blowing either a donkey or a horse. And we made a certain, <laughs> watch it. To this day, it's still one of my favorite memories of working in Reno Radio. It was when she saw that horse fucking let it go. And the gallon of goo that came out. And the look on her face. Oh, it's classic. It was, it was one of the greatest things I'd ever seen. I laughed so hard at it. And then we showed it to her, and I laughed even harder because she was so repulsed by it. That, to me, is what the Internet is. The, the, the Internet, to me, is a money shot from a horse. That's all it will ever be. Sure, it's fine to use. I get all my stories from the Internet. I can, I can peruse fucking news websites from across the globe and get stories. There are people that use it for other reasons. To, to move on their propaganda of how deadly this virus is. How bad it is if you don't get vaccinated. Poor Jen, I'm sorry. But I wanted to point out what the internet is to me. That's what the internet is to me. It's a great tool. But man, oh man, it also has some really cool shit on there. Oh, th- something did happen. I do have to get back to COVID. <laughs> the internet is a money shot from a horse. If that isn't T-shirt material, I don't know what is. I'll look into it. Um, I guess Kamala Harris stepped in it over the weekend. And shocking. Uh, let, let's see. Uh, the White House is attempting to clarify previous comments from Kamala the Indian giant about the government's foresight into the COVID and the Omicron variant. The vice president's comments referred to the exact kind of mutations. 
What she said was that, well, we, we really didn't see any of the Delta or the Omicron coming. That's what she said. She fucking finally told the truth. And what happened? They're shutting her down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's not what she meant. That's what she said. What did she mean? So people like Fauci are hammering her. Everybody's hammering her on it. So they're like, oh, okay. And then she went on the show with Charlemagne the God. This is the same fella who had Joe Biden on who said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. This is what happened on the show, and it is so fantastic. I'm very pleased to have joining me for a God's Honest Conversation, the Vice President of the United States of America, Kamala Harris. Hey, Charlamagne. Good to be with you. My first question is a question that after the pandemic, when I ask, I expect a real answer, okay? You ready? Okay. How are you? Oh, thank you for that. And I know you really mean it. I am well. I am well. I am blessed. You know, there is... um, Oh, I don't want to hear all this. No, 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 no. That's not what I want. I. Where is the fucking thing at that 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 shows it? Hold on. There's a part where there's okay. Is this it? Because oh, there's such a good part in this that you. Did they take it down? Hold on a second. Let's see. No, I don't need the app. All right, so um, he told the VP, "You get vaccinized for silly thing or villainized for silly things like Air Buds when Mansion is really stopping progress." She played smart politics and refrained from attacking Senator Mansion, whose vote they desperately need. And by the way, the Build Back Better plan is now kaput because Mansion said no. And he followed up with a question. God damn it, I wish I could find that. Hold on. Just one let me let me let me see if I can get to it. I'm very to speak on the build back better plan. At all. But, but where's the pushback on percent of their income in about their democracies and they need to be held and any American who are coming buy a home and shut up, bitch. Get that done. So what did Biden, and don't start talking like a Republican. Oh, here we go. Too seriously. Here we go. So we're going to have to keep fighting on voting rights. We need to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. We need to pass the Freedom to Vote Act and be relentless about pushing for that, which is what we have been doing and what I certainly am going to keep doing. We need to keep pushing for what we got to do to to really reform the system that we know holes and carotid holes. We said that investigations right now, we are supporting I agree with you. They're very serious. Who's the superhero that's going to speak against Joe Manchin? I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is it it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? So he asked her who the real president of the United States is, 
and one of Kamala Harris's people came in and said, oh, we got to wrap this up. Hear me. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me, Madam okay. Vice President? Oh, I'm sorry. You got to wrap. Oh. So I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. They're acting like they can't hear me. <laughs> I can hear you. Oh, so who's, the real, you. so who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden, Madam Vice President? Come on, Charlemagne. I really, Come on. I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell no, sometimes. No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a problem? It's Joe, and, it's Joe Bi- and it's Joe Biden, and I'm vice president, and my name is Kamala Harris. Kamala. And the reality is, because we are in office... The, the, the reality is, is that it is a figurehead position, that you can't do anything unless you have the approval of the Congress and the Senate, dummy. Oh, I love it. I love it. And she is getting heated. But do you see how this administration works? He asks a tough question, and lo and behold, we get outside interference. It's like classy Freddie Blassie is coming into the ring to fucking whack Dusty Rhodes on the head so the Iron Sheik can get a fucking in the Cobra clutch. But Kamala Harris, oh, she ain't going to have that. Oh, no, girlfriend. Uh Uh-uh. Come on, Charlemagne. Really? Really, I, I think that was a great question. I, uh, I, I'm i not a big fan of Charlemagne the God, mainly because he stole his nickname from me. But that's okay. Uh, come on. That right there, that was, that was the perfect thing. Because Joe Manchin is one man. One man that is holding back the $2 billion Build Back Better plan. And that is one of the most fair questions I've ever seen asked. Who's president, Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? And she doesn't have the balls to answer the question. You know, I was trying to figure out what Omicron means, uh, or where it came from after a lengthy read, a quarter of which was author credentials, I came up with a mean of little o. Now, what I couldn't call it little o, I mean, it's fun, it's catchy, it sounds like a rapper, may get kids more into the virus stuff. That right there is one of the best things I saw all weekend long. And I fucking saw Spider-Man. And I'll review it for you here in just a little bit, by the way. Uh, my review is up on all the social media pages, along with Christopher's amazing review that he did. Now, I don't know if they're doing this because this young lady is a honky or not, but, and, and look, I'm no fan of Taylor Swift. I, I, I'm not a big fan of hers. I mean, if she would get a boob job or something like that, then we could start talking. But Taylor Swift had a birthday party over the weekend. Or last week. And and Taylor Swift is on the left side of the aisle. So you know that she's going to have a birthday party for her, what, 31st birthday or whatever. And she's going to rent out a big-ass place. You don't think that she's going to be testing people that go in there? Of course she is. Now, close to 100 people that attended 
the theme, Taylor Swift theme party have tested positive for COVID-19. And they're blaming the Taylor Swift red party. Oh, this wasn't even her birthday party. This was a party that was releasing her album, re-releasing her album. My bad. They're blaming her for having a super spreader event. Can we stop? If she wasn't even in attendance, can we just stop? It's not her fault. She had nothing to do with it. It's kind of like this truck driver story. Has anybody paid attention to this truck driver store? We're, we're, by the way, I believe, yes, we are now done. I've told you about the Build Back Better dying. I've told you about COVID and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, there is one more COVID thing. Let me, let me do this COVID thing before I talk about this truck driver thing. Um, isn't it weird? Isn't it strange that the new Pfizer COVID pill is being pushed back. It may not see emergency use for another month. This is something we heard about like three weeks ago was this pill and how it's having great, you know, response to people who have COVID. And now even even the, the Fuhrer himself, Dr. Anthony Fauci, has praised the data. Someone would take this within 48 hours of a test and continue to take for three to five days and poof. But no, no, we, we, we got to push it back. Why are we pushing it back? Why? People aren't growing tails on it. Isn't it funny? Isn't it, isn't it peculiar? That they were about one day away from the FDA approving this. And now we pushed it back yet another month. This is the world that we live in, people. Like it, love it, can't stand it. I'm right there with you. Now, let, let us talk about this, this story out of Colorado. Stories about a truck driver. Let me let me get all the uh, all the four one one on this because I, I this to me is uh, this is such a sad story. And the story is about uh, I believe he's like twenty six or something like that, maybe younger, maybe a little bit younger. Um. His name is Rogel Aguilera Medeiros. He's a truck driver. He was driving on I-70 in Colorado. And he was driving at about 75 miles an hour, and his brakes failed on him. He was 23 at the time of the accident. Thank you, Arise. He wasn't really speeding. He was going with the flow of traffic, and it was downhill, and his brakes failed on him. The judge, the jury, everybody who, and and he was sentenced because it, it caused a gigantic car crash. People were killed. 
Cars were erupting in flames. He was carrying uh, lumber. His brakes failed as he was driving downhill. They have found out that the accident was not intentional, was not a criminal act. No one but the trunky, truck, truck company he, was, he is and was employed with should be held accountable. That's what the new change.org petition is saying, and 3.67 million people have signed this petition. The young man got 110 years in prison. Now, the judge has come out and said, hey, if there would have been a choice, I would have never sentenced him this long. These are all state laws that I had to I had to enforce. His job as a judge is to enforce these laws. Now, this is why I tell you guys. Um, uh, Triple T says, I understand he didn't do a pre-trip inspection. He's been sentenced already, and the judge even came out and said he didn't want to give him this much time. Maybe he gets a little bit of time. I don't know. But what, what, it doesn't matter. He's been sentenced. This is why I tell you, you have to pay attention to every single election that's out there. Because we need people in office that get rid of stupid laws and stupid punishments. Now, trucking companies all over are boycotting going through Colorado, which that's not going to work. Colorado has these stupid laws in place, and judges have to enforce them. Otherwise, they'll be kicked off the bench if they don't enforce the law. But this is where we need politicians to do their fucking jobs. They need to look in these these law books and find these stupid laws and get rid of them. There was a young man in the state of Texas whose parents were super wealthy. I can't remember the scumbag's name, but he got drunk one afternoon with his friends, crashed a car, and killed four people. And he was given 10 years probation for it. He knowingly got into a motor vehicle, drunk, killed people, and got 10 years probation. This young man got into his truck doing his job, and his equipment failed. And he's going to spend the rest of his life, hopefully not, in a prison cell. Um, Kale says, I saw this. He does deserve time for sure, but the time he gets is ridiculous. Arise says, it sounded like the governor uh, was open to reviewing the case if he appeals it, though. And, and and they should, I, I hope they do appeal this. Because the, this is the fucked up thing in our country. The story about the wealthy kid getting off, and by the way, by the way, that was about the most the judge could sentence him for in Texas with 10 years probation. Because state law wouldn't let him do otherwise. 
Uh, Ethan Anthony Couch is the kid you're talking about. I remember his story on Dateline, 48 Hours in 2020. Fucked hard. He should be doing life. His parents also should. Yeah, because his parents, his mom, like, sneaked him down to Mexico. He broke his probation. He was drinking while he was on probation. It's maddening. It's, it's more than maddening. You just sit there and you go, what the fuck? What the fuck? This poor guy in Colorado didn't do anything wrong. If he didn't do the pre, pre-trip uh, inspection, then okay, we can find, we can see some maybe some little libel in there. And he might deserve to go to jail. But if his equipment fails, he's not to blame. If his equipment fails, minus the fact that if he did not do what he was supposed to do. But if equipment fails, there's nothing he can do. He can't jump out of the truck and get in front of it and put his hands on there and stop it like Superman. But they're going to give him 110 years because those are the state laws that are in place. I honestly believe that it wasn't until about seven or eight years ago that anal sex was illegal in certain states. Not kidding. Backdoor action was illegal. Now, I don't know how they're going to find for that. But it was illegal. It's, it's like those old stories. I think, uh, I forget the, the company that used to use them, but it might have been Geico. That talked about how it was illegal to walk a duck on a leash in a city in Idaho after 10 p.m. These are actual laws that are on the books. How about this? How about we get these people that are state representatives and state senators, the ones who don't go all the way to Washington, D.C.? How about this once again? How about it real, real easy? Do your fucking job. And get rid of the stupid shit. Okay? Just get rid of the stupid shit. We don't need the stupid shit anymore. Why? Because it's stupid. You know, I'll let ass family members use Google on that one. When was it the last illegal to ass fuck? Go ahead, brave soul, be my guest. And and look, this is this is a true story. I know this from Someone I know that was in the Air Force. You couldn't have anal sex in the Air Force. True story. I'm not making this stuff up, man. We have some antiquated, outdated laws that, hey, if you want to have anal sex, you go right ahead and have anal sex. I don't care. I don't think it should be up to a ruling body to determine what kind of sex you should be having. But that's the world that we live in. And until we change it, we're going to have more stupid laws. We're going to have more people like this young man spend the rest of their life in prison over stupid fucking shit. And why? Because we don't like to vote in elections that aren't presidential. <laughs> That's because the cockpit is too small for that kind of maneuver. <laughs> Oh, that's funny, Jen. Uh, All right, one more stupid thing. How the fuck do they regulate that? It's a he said, she said, or he said, he said, or she said, she said. It is. 
from I I knew somebody that was in the Air Force, and they told me about that, and I was like, well, how do they enforce? I I did ask the the follow up, and they said that you're supposed to report it. Now, if it's non-consensual, then I can see why you'd report it. But if it's consensual, I don't see why you're uh, Excuse me, Sergeant. Uh, just to let you know, over the weekend, me and the old lady had butt sex. Well, you're going to get demoted now. Four days in the brig. That is how they wanted to catch people. Was they wanted to self-report it. Interesting story out of California. Now, I, I'm going to ask you guys this question, and then we're going to take a break. Well, well, I, I'll get your answers. So two guys in California, Santa Cruz, are on trial for hate crimes after doing a series of burnouts on a street that damaged the Black Lives Matter mural back in July. Brandon Bouchette and Hagen Warner, one's 20, one's 19, face felony vandalism and reckless driving with a hate crime enhancement. Is that a hate crime? To do a burnout on the street on the Black Lives Matter sign? It's a sign. They're doing a burnout on it. Now, one of the kids' attorneys says that BLM is not a protected group. It's a political organization. It's, it is a very, uh, very meant of the movement, very important and very popular movement right now. If this act was done towards the animus of a racial group, that's one thing. The act was political. So... My question to you guys is, should they be charged with hate crimes? Whoop, wrong one. Douglas says, nope. Lisa says, I'd like to know how many black people were physically hurt for defacing public property, a paint mural across public roadway. Um, well, I'll take the crime. If they got BLM charged with defacing public property to paint a mural across public roadway, Lisa says, fuck no, it ain't a crime, a hate crime. Arise says, nope. Nah, Jenny US6 says, isn't painting the street like that already considered graffiti? Am I missing something? Now, I, I, I can't, I don't know. I don't know if they got permission from the city or even from the state to paint Black Lives Matter on that because otherwise, yes, it would be considered graffiti. Now, is it vandalism? We can we can have that talk. Is it vandalism? 
did the city pay for it, or was this something, if it was approved by the city, okay, we can talk about vandalism. But what happens to a person that has to screech their brakes? Does that, do they have to worry now about being charged with a hate crime if it's on that set of street? C.D. Gatton says BLM funds Biden campaign. Uh, Doris and Dems Council, look it up. Nor, not for blacks in general. No, it, it, it left that a long time ago. What if a truck driver has to? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I personally don't think so, but what if uh, it was a painting or picture of something from the right? If it was, it was a painting or picture from something of the right, it wouldn't matter. We, we wouldn't be talking about it. I understand what you're saying, Aldo. This is... Look, look, I, I like playing that game. What if it was Donald Trump Jr. instead of Hunter Biden? Would we have heard about that laptop a lot sooner? You're goddamn right we would have. Soros, okay, yes. Campaign, Soros and Dim Council, yes. Oh, yeah, George Soros, the biggest piece of shit in the world. <laughs> Reparation graffiti. If it's vandalism, then all burnout marks are vandalism. That's a retarded precedent. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't believe that anything should be labeled a hate crime. If there's a victim, why should it matter if there's some group? And my coworker got into a mutual fight with a black man at a bar and got charged with a hate crime, only because of the skin color of the man he fought. The guy he fought died like a month after the incident of unrelated causes, and he said it was just two assholes fighting and that my buddy won the fight. See, we don't live in that world anymore. That's not a world that's ours anymore. Black people can commit crimes against white people, and it's not considered a hate crime. It's true. But if you're white and you commit a crime against a black person, it's a hate crime. Simple as that. Hate crime. Isn't it amazing the world we live in now? All right. We will take a break on that one. 775-357-FANS is the number. Uh, we got Christmas music today, people. And, and, and I'd say I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I, I'm not sorry at all. I, I'm excited for it, actually. Uh, let's see. Let me find something here. I got, I got to put another one in. Okay, here we go. Get this shit out of the way. All right, here you go. Christmas music this week.
Atlanta, Georgia There's peace on earth tonight Christmas in Dixie It's snowing in the pines Merry Christmas from Dixie Kids are out of school There's magic in Motown The city's on the move In Jackson, Mississippi To Charlotte, Carolina And all across the nation it's a peaceful Christmas time Christmas in Dixie It's snowing in the pines Merry Christmas from Dixie To everyone tonight And from Fort Payne, Alabama
Uh, let's see. Uh, Brady Kid was excited to hear uh, Christmas and Dixie from Alabama. There you go. Part of the Christmas music this week. Cowboys Girl says, I slept in a little after that weekend. Good morning, ass family. Well, good morning to you as well. Hey, Ryan says, I really like the second song. That was D. White Yoakum. Santa Claus is back in town. And then Run Run Rudolph, of course, by the legend Chuck Berry. All happening this week here at ArnieRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, what? can I Whoa. please have your attention? Whoa. I've just been handed Whoa. an urgent and horrifying oh news my story. God. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is amazing. We have done it, people. Thanks to the overwhelming outcries from people all across the world. Taco Bell has said that in April or March, the Mexican pizza is coming back. It's back, baby. Amazing. This is truly a Christmas miracle. You asked for it, you got it. The greatest fast food item at Taco Bell is coming home. They don't know if it's going to be forever or a limited time, but I, I tell you what, it's about time. I'm so happy about this. I mean, I think this is the perfect music for it, the Battle Hymn of the Republic. We fought and fought. We got it back. I'm gonna let it sit in for a little bit. Aldo says, Jalapeno, there's a god, Jalapeno. the year of our Lord 2022 his favorite food item is coming back oh. is it picking up business here I like this hopefully let's get it fired up a little bit more My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of pizza. It's coming back in April and I'm going to get fat. And there's nothing anybody can do about that. I'm eating 
Glory Mexican pizza. Glory, glory Mexican pizza. Glory, glory Mexican pizza. It's coming back to stay. <laughs> Do one more verse. Here we go. Oh, glory Mexican pizza. Glory, glory Mexican pizza. Glory, glory Mexican pizza. It's coming back to stay. That's the big finish right there. That's you on the commode afterwards. Oh, yes. That was that was pure magic right there. <laughs> and Ryan says, I laugh so hard at this, the people in the waiting room at the oil change place are looking at me. That's my job. Mm-hmm. V Coop, if you're going to put anything on YouTube, I would put this on YouTube immediately. <laughs> All I see are bald eagles, flags, waving farmers in their tractors, brave men and women in uniform marching and helping the third world peasants, an apple pie cooling in a window, kids on a playground, treaties with engine (laughs) being broken. God bless America. Oh, that was fun shit right there. I got to bookmark this page. I like that version of it there. I might have to record that. I might have to actually write some lyrics to it. And then when it comes out, we'll play it again. So there you go. It is official. The Mexican pizza is coming back. I figured y'all would like to hear that on a Monday. That makes a Monday just a, a tad bit better, a skosh better. What else does? This. Got to talk about the NFL from this weekend. We have not one, but two games tonight. That's right, two games tonight. Thank you, Ratburger. I've, I've, I'll, uh... He just sent me something about COVID. We'll do that tomorrow. So we got to talk about this. And I don't think we're supposed to die before then, so there you go. All right, time for, for NFL. Like I said, we got two games tonight. The Raiders are on at 4 o'clock Eastern time. Or, I'm sorry, 5 o'clock Eastern time, 4 o'clock my time. Now, I'm not trying to – I'm not being – I think the Raiders got screwed. Do Can we go back to the beginning of the season this year? Can we go back? Let, let's just – that's enough right there. Um, and the NFL came out and said, look, if your team, you can't put a team out on the field, then you will forfeit this game because of COVID. NFL came out and said that. All the teams were in agreement. And then lo and behold, last week, 
37 players around the league tested positive for COVID, and a bunch of them were on the Cleveland Browns. Well, Baker Mayfield said, it's not fair. It's not fair. And they got him to postpone the game. I'm sorry, this game shouldn't be played. The Raiders have won this game. Two to nothing. I believe that's the score of a, a forfeited NFL game. But the Raiders should get the win. But they have to play today. Just so Baker Mayfield is a play. Oh, I'm going to cry about it. Thank God, because that's actually a better game than the Vikings and Bears. Because the Vikings should beat the Bears by 30. Even when hard lines are put out there, you get these fucking whiny athletes that come out and go, that's not fair. It's not fair. Shut up, Baker, you fucking pussy. Did the Cowboys game get postponed when we didn't have any fucking receivers? And we had, but what about when we didn't have our fucking head coach? Was the game postponed? No. This is bullshit. Uh, what team was it last year that had to play with no quarterback? It, there wasn't, I, I don't remember exactly which team it was, but I know there was a team that had to play. Raiders should have played on Saturday. Goodell made the Raiders play last year against Tampa with our O-line not having a chance to practice because of COVID. Furthermore, the center of the Browns is the president of the NFLPA, so no conflict of interest. It was the Broncos, yeah. Oh, we'll get to it, Douglas. We will get to all the games. I just wanted to preview tonight's games. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be with us (coughs) on Thursday to preview next week's games. But let's go through the games that were played this weekend. Um, Where's the uh, the first Saturday game? Patriots lost to the Colts. First time the Colts beat them, like, in, like, nine years. Big win for the Colts. Huge loss for the Patriots. So, once again, we start having to ask these questions. Who's the best team in the AFC? Because the Bills come out and beat the shit out of the Panthers yesterday. Tell Joe to set an alarm. Oh, he knows. He knows to set an alarm this week. The Bills win, and and I'm starting to think, okay, the Bills might be for real. I don't know. The biggest laugh, and Ogre preluded it there, the biggest laugh of the entire weekend. Congratulations to the Vikings. You are now not the only team that the Lions have beat. The Cardinals, who were fast-tracked to be home field advantage and be the number one seed of the playoffs, lose to the fucking Lions, and they got their ass kicked. 30-12. to 12. My God. Wow. Kyler Murray lost the MVP in that game. Completely lost it. He is no longer the MVP of the league. The Dolphins barely beat the Jets. Nobody cares about. The game that everybody cares about. How about them Cowboys? The Cowboys. Miserable fucking offense yet again. 
beat the hapless New York Giants 21-6, and they did that all on the strength of their defense. This is the best defense I've seen a Cowboys team have since probably the last time we were in the Super Bowl. And I know that was a million years ago. But that defense is solid. And if this offense started to ever play again like it used to, we would have won the game 54-6. to Diggs got another interception. He's up to 10 on the season. Mika Parsons had a decent game. He hadn't, didn't have a superstar game. He had a decent game. The Cowboys, look, the Cowboys defense looks great. The offense, and I'm here to tell you once again, I, I'm, I'm just here to tell all my, my fellow Cowboy fans, Dak Prescott is not going to win. He's not even going to take us to a Super Bowl. He's not that good. Dak's not that good. I'm sorry. He'll be pump comeback player of the year, and rightfully so, coming back from that injury. He's not that good. And the Cowboys wasted $40 million a year on him, and I'm still pissed about that. Steelers beat the Titans. God dang. Well, the Titans, without Derrick Henry, that team ain't shit. Jaguars, they lost. No shocker there. They just fired their head coach. They lost to the Texans. Would you rather have Taysom Hill? No, I no, I look. Oh, I, I understand the Cowboys beat Mike Glennon. Like that's something to brag about. Hey, they won. Douglas, would you be bragging if the Raiders beat him? And the answer is yes. Cowboys Cowboys offense is fucking anemic to say the least. Bose will be the comeback player of the year, and I'd like to see a real test for the Dallas D before calling him that good. A real test? One guy has 10 fucking picks this year. The other guy, Mika Parson, has 10 sacks, and he's a fucking rookie. He's a linebacker that plays D-line. And now that our D-line is completely healthy, that defense is solid. I'm just telling you right now, that defense is solid. Well, we didn't beat the Giants because the Raiders sucked. Did you guys lose to the Giants? Holy shit. Hey, hey, Mike, you don't want to believe in the Cowboys' defense? That's fine. That's the one thing I can believe in is their defense, and it's good. Uh, the Bengals beat the Broncos. So, once again, are the Bengals for real? The 49ers beat the Falcons. Look at that. 49ers back in their winning ways. They're, they're inching their way back into the playoffs. Now, I'll tell you what team is good, but they ain't got a fucking defense to save their life, and that's the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers offense, I, I honestly think that Aaron Rodgers could be MVP again this year. Man playing with a busted foot. Busted toe, puts 31 up on the Ravens, and that defense allows the Ravens to score 14 points in the last two minutes of the game with a backup quarterback? I'm just, I, look, look, defenses win championships, but you still got to put points up. And Packers are a very, very good team. If they get home field advantage, and I guess this year it changes, only one team gets a bye week this year. And that it, it's looking like Green Bay and uh, little news on the NFL. Cowboys and Arizona in week 17 are what, – what, what week are we in here? Uh, 
Yeah, week 17. Cowboys in Arizona were supposed to play on a Saturday, and the NFL has already moved that to the Sunday afternoon game because they know that that game is going to get huge ratings and it will have a lot of playoff ramifications upon it. Cowboys pretty much clinched their playoff spot yesterday, so God bless them for that. And then last night, what the fuck was that? Tampa Bay gets shut out at home against the Saints. Andrew, congratulations to your Saints. But God damn. We got games on Tuesday this week, too. Rams and Seahawks and Washington and Philadelphia. That's weird. I don't know why those games weren't played, but they weren't played. So we got games all weekend long, or all week long, it seems like. So we got two games tonight and then two games tomorrow. Tom Brady looked like he was 60. Fuck, he is. Uh, I think the Chiefs are the team to beat in the AFC. Never mind their slow start. They look like they're – yeah, I, look, Ogre, I, I'm going to agree with that. I, I think the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. They won last Thursday night over the Chargers. The Chiefs are looking good. If they get pre- – if, if teams can figure out – see, this is what's happened. Teams figured out a way to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, and that's why he had a slow start to the season. And then the Chiefs, with their offensive minds there, they figured out a way to get Mahomes out of that trouble, something the Cowboys' offensive coordinators haven't done. Kellen Moore is not that great of an offensive coordinator because they they showed when nobody blitzes Dak, he's not that good. When they blitz him, that's when he makes his plays, and teams aren't blitzing. So now they have to figure something out. Half the Rams have COVID. Oh, okay, is that why they moved it? Well, they should fucking, look, if they can't play, they should forfeit the fucking game. Sorry, not sorry. When I checked my sports app for the Saints-Bucks score and saw 9 nothing, I thought, that's nothing. Brady can come back. And then when I saw the time remaining, it was like 3.30. I thought, holy shit, what the fuck kind of dog shit game produced only three field goals? Did they butter the football or put obstacles on the field? <laughs> shit. Well, there was a player from, uh, from, Tampa, who got hurt real bad, went down on his neck last night. That was pretty scary. That was gross. I mean, I only watched parts of that game just because it looked so bad, and and it's the Saints and the Buccaneers, and I can care less. So then tonight we have the Raiders-Browns, Vikings-Bears. Tomorrow, fuck, man, it's a full week NFL. I guess there's no Thursday game. Hold on, let me let, let me let me see uh, next week's scores. What, what's next week? Uh, week sixteen. There is a Thursday game. The Niners are on Thursday, so we got games Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then Monday again. Crazy. Ooh, Cowboys are Sunday night game against the Redskins or that Washington team. Douglas says no repeat for Brady and the Bucks. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make that prediction yet. I'm not saying they're gonna win it. I'm not counting Tom Brady out. Anybody who counts Tom Brady out doesn't watch football. I, I look. I, I'm. I'm sorry to say that, but Tom Brady is unfortunately one of the greatest of. I'll say one of the greatest of all times. That'd be like counting Joe Montana out. I. I never would ever count Joe. I'll say Brady has. 
a harder way to do it than Joe. Joe is just that fucking good. But I'm not going to count Tom Brady out. Tom Brady was down 26 points in the, the Super Bowl, and they won. Just saying. And I know people hate him. I, I, I get it. I understand. I respect your hate for the man. I'm just saying, can't count him out. I'm still praying for a broken hip for the senior citizen. I haven't been paying much attention to it, but they're doing uh, the closing arguments now for the Kim Potter trial. Yeah, the Kim Potter trial is closing up, and that's the officer who thought she was using a taser who shot the guy who was trying to get away. And I know they've wrapped up the Ghislaine Maxwell thing. She decided not to take the, uh, the stand in her defense. I'm not sure when the jury, that goes to jury, but yeah. Fucking terrible. Now, speaking of something terrible, I don't know if any of you guys got to see this this weekend. This, this, this to me was, we were talking earlier when we were talking about the liberals and how high and mighty they are and, oh, look at us, we do this. That's exactly what this weekend Saturday Night Live was. I, 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 yes, I still do punish myself by watching that awful program. This week, Paul Rudd was supposed to be the host. I like Paul Rudd. Uh, a series on Apple TV, The Shrink Next Door with Will Ferrell. It wrapped up this week in fantastic series. If you get a chance to see it, it's based on a true story. It's fantastic. Um, but Saturday Night Live decided to do a show, but due to the fact that Omicron is now taking over, they sent pretty much, well, they... I guess they gave the opportunity for the, the cast to be there or stay home. They sent the crew home, most of the crew, and they had a very, very skeleton crew, and they put on a show anyway because that's what they do. Now, I'd like to point something out here. Saturday Night Live sent their crew home, all this bullshit, and they put on a terrible show, a bunch of fucking best-of clips An awful chance at Weekend Update with Tina Fey and Michael Che with no studio audience. But Tom Hanks, well, I don't know why he was in the studio audience. Kenan Thompson and Paul Rudd in the audience, that was the audience. It It was painful to watch. It was painful to watch their jokes crash. But, man, they had to put on a show. Even though they sent everybody home because of the fear of getting the sniffles or Omicron. This is the same show that was second because the WWE was first. And I have a lot of respect for the WWE for this. But I used to have a lot of respect for Saturday Night Live because they were the first show in New York to go live after 9-11. They came back and they listened to a president that they hated to say not to let the terrorists win. They went back at the same time where where vials of or, or baggies of what they thought was fucking anthrax were being sent in to the Rockefeller Center where NBC is. And they still put on a show. A full show. 
But now because of some sniffles and the Omicron, they scaled back. And I think they're all expecting some sort of big pat on the back for it. I got to say, though, that was miserable. You should have just ran a rerun. Run an old Christmas show. Because that shit you put on Saturday night, that was an embarrassment. And I, I honestly, I think it should, I think Saturday Night Live, after what, almost 50 years on the air, should be canceled after what I had to sit through on Saturday night. It was that god awful. And like I said, they allowed some of their staff to be there and they offered it to others. And one of the people they authored it to offered it to is good old Pete Davidson. You know that hunk of shit Pete Davidson who taped something for him, but he wasn't there for the live show. Why? Because he was going to the movies with his little girlfriend, Kim Kardashian, in Staten Island. Hmm, isn't that strange? He won't go on Saturday Night Live where there's a studio audience and there's a lot of people, but he'll go to a movie theater with Kim Kardashian to see Spider-Man. And I'm betting that it was a sellout because what I have to tell you next about about Spider-Man, but isn't it amazing that we get to see the true color of people? If I worked on Saturday Night Live and I lived in New York and I didn't have to fly to get there, I'm going to be there because something that was taught to me at an early age, the show must go on. Don't just tape some bullshit thing and then take your little fucking girlfriend with a fat ass to the movie theater. You got to buy an extra seat for that one cheek. Because I'll tell you this right now, I, I literally, worst thing I've ever seen was Saturday Night Live. And then I see that Pete Davidson is taking Kim, whatever her name, Kardashian, to see Spider-Man. Unbelievable. Now, speaking of Spider-Man, what a weekend it had. Let me just tell you, this, this to me shows that people really aren't that worried about Omicron, and that's why I didn't do the sound effect there. Spider-Man made $260 million over the weekend. Third biggest weekend ever. Avengers Affinity. Oh, actually, it took over. It it beat Avengers Infinity. Wow. It became the second highest weekend of all time. Wow. And let me just say this right now. I am not going to ruin the movie for you. Christopher, you know that I have a problem with the plot in this movie, but it's okay. Because this movie is capital A-W-E-S-O-M-E. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, is it the greatest comic book movie ever? No, because I still think Deadpool is. 
I still think Deadpool has it. But I will say this right now. Yeah, uh, somebody better pick up that phone because I fucking called it. Yes, you did. You said it. Christopher, this movie was, was amazing. There were parts in this movie where, like, I was sitting next to kids, and I even apologized when I said, holy shit. Incredible movie. If you like seeing movies at the theater and you're a fan of Spider-Man, go see it at the theater. This is a big screen movie. You don't have to see the 3D. I saw it in 3D because that was the only place that had decent tickets. Yeah, I could give two shits about that. By the way, by the way, the AMC Theater in Garland sucks balls. They don't even have fucking Dr. Pepper there, so they can kiss my ass. And, oh, and, you know what else they have there? They don't have Dr. Pepper, but they've got paper straws. I am so over the paper straws thing. Those things are fucking gross, man. I don't want my straw to get all soggy and nasty and limp. If I wanted to look at that, I'd look inside my pants. It's fucking terrible. And it it changes the flavor. I got a vanilla Coke, which it wasn't that good there. I don't know if it was the vanilla Coke or if it was the fucking straw that I was sipping it through. But it was nastified. Ogre says, I saw Spider-Man this weekend, and holy shit, the theater was packed, and the movie was A-plus amazing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That, that, there's Deadpool. Deadpool is my, my top tier. Deadpool is the top tier of, of comic book movies for me. This Spider-Man rates right up there. Yeah, I didn't realize it until I sat down, Ken Dog, that it was a paper straw. That fucking gross, man. Uh-uh. I, I, I don't need paper straws no more. Sassy Pammy says, ruins the taste for sure. Don't like Dixie Cups either. Yeah, Dixie Cups are weird. And if you get the knockoff Dixie Cups, they're even worse. You got that weird wax in there and shit. No, I, I hate the paper straws. Hate them. So there you go. If if you're looking for something fun to watch, I suggest this Spider-Man. Man, oh man, is it cool. The bad guys are cool as shit. Uh, like I said, I can't ruin it yet. But I do have a problem with the. There, there's a big plot hole. Huge. And I got a problem with it. But that's okay. Globally, it made almost $600 million. It made $587 million worldwide this weekend. Wow. Avengers Endgame, which made a total of $1.22 billion. Good Lord. Oh, yeah, Ogre, it is. Ogre, I might text you later and see what your thoughts on the, the hole in the plot are. Dixie cups are only good if you're drinking Kool-Aid from a, an ice pitcher. Shit, no, man. You need a, you need you got to have Kool-Aid in a plastic cup. Them old like weird pastel color plastic cups. That's what you got to drink Kool-Aid in. Dixie cups should only be used at dentist office. 
where they give you a little bit of water and you got to swish it around and spit. That's the only time Dixie Cup should be used. And by the way, they do not they do not deserve the name Dixie in there. Dixie Dixie is a sacred sacred name in the South. Call them shitty cups, not Dixie cups. Now, there's somebody who had a worse weekend, a lot worse weekend, and that's Chris Doth. This poor bastard, we talked about him last week. He gets killed off from Sex in the City. Then he thinks, oh, okay, my life's back because I'm doing a Peloton commercial because I died on a Peloton on the new Sex in the City. And then that gets yanked away when a couple chicks come forward and say, no, Chris Noth raped me way back in the day. Now... A third chick has come forward. A 30-year-old female tech executive alleged she was sexually assaulted when she was 18 and he was 55. Happened when she was, uh, it allegedly happened, sorry, when she was working as a hostess and a lounge singer at a Midtown restaurant, Midtown, New York. Now, Mr. Noth, he says, he, his, his people say he denies this. He has no idea who this is. The story is complete fabrication. And all alleged accounts detailed through uh, read out like a piece of bad fiction. I am here to tell you this, though. Oh, I'm not spoiling anything. No, when I, when I text Ogre, I'll text him privately. I'm not going to spoil anything on this. Um, Chris Noth's career is over. Like it or not, thanks to the hashtag MeToo movement or the pound MeToo movement, it doesn't matter if it's real or not. That's where we are now when it comes to sexual harassment and sexual stuff like this. Unless, of course, you're a transgender teen in Virginia, then you can go ahead and just rape all the people that you want. But that's a whole different story. If you're a man and you're in Hollywood, now I'm not saying he didn't do it. What I'm saying is that he is being accused of it and his life is over. No more acting gigs. And he's a pretty good actor. Hell, he was on one of the Law and Orders for a while. His career is over. Now, is that right or if it's wrong? Well, we'll have to see how it plays out in court. I always go back to Aziz Asari, the guy who had consensual sex with a girl who then regretted it the next day, and she said he forced his way onto her. And Aziz Asari at the time was a very, very up-and-coming comedian slash actor. Doors were starting to open for him. He could have been a trailblazer for whatever group he is. I think he's Indian. I'm not sure. I don't want to stereotype. But they took that right away from him. They said, fuck you. You don't get to go there. And then it turns out the whole story was fuck up. His career never rebounded from that. Chris Noth's will not rebound from this. I read that Alec Baldwin raped a woman, but he had mentally disagreed. He said he was holding his cock, but he never came on her. He never fired it off. Oh, isn't that amazing? These actors who had allegations against them that turned out to be false, we still don't hear from. Yet Alec Baldwin, he kills somebody on set, and he's still getting gigs. Pretty amazing if you ask me. 
He's got good agents. That's what it's got to be. He's got to have good agents. Now, speaking of somebody that will be canceled, this, this to me is, this is mind-blowing. Um, a couple people sent this to me over the weekend about Jake Tapper. I hate Jake Tapper. Jake, Jake, Jake Tapper works for CNN. And if you haven't noticed, CNN is having a little problem now. Well, it's actually a really big problem. You know, Chris Cuomo, he gets fired for helping his brother out, and then it turns out that he has all sorts of accusations against him for being a sexual predator. Then we heard about a producer of the morning show at CNN who was pretty much human trafficking kids under 10. Now, Jesus Christ, we have found out that allegedly, and I have to say this, allegedly, Rick Saleby, the producer, and a producer of a TV show is so important, it's it's so huge, they're probably the highest paid person there. Next to the air talent. But the producer for Jake Tapper's show is being said to have been grooming young girls. And he's also a pedophile. I have a question. When do they have time to go out and research the news at CNN? They're all too busy over there fucking children and trying to fuck everything that walks there. This should be called the Cock News Network. Good gravy, Davey. How does anything get done there? I mean, all the producers are in cahoots. CNN is allegedly being sued by the Navy because CNN's trying to change their theme music to Anchors Away. Good God. Man, oh, man. The, the, the article goes on to say, I won't describe the text message in question as they are graphic and it's simply not necessary. Rest assured that they are disgusting. And given that one text allegedly involved an offer of money in exchange for nude pictures of a kid. Now, come on, man. And thanks to Ted Lasso, I understand grooming. Rebecca to Sam, I've been grooming you. (laughs) By the way, come on. Can can we just talk about something here? I thought these people that worked in these industries were halfway smart. Halfway. You know, smarter than people like you and I. How do you text that? Isn't that... Haven't you figured out that police all around the world can get your text messages? Oh, I deleted it. Oh, well, that's funny because they have fucking backups of it. How, how do people how, how do people decide that they're going to text their crimes? They can track your phones. 
without tracking your phones. They they know which towers they beep off of. Dummy. Note to people that want to commit crimes. If you know that you're going to commit a crime, leave your phone at home. Or, or here you go, get a burner phone. And once you've asked for those weird naked pictures of children, throw it away because those are not traceable. I swear to God, man. It, 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 to me, it's just like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Good God. Oh, wait, I don't have him in here? Are you kidding me? And where's Chris Hansen? What are you doing here today? I mean, really? Do they not know he's got a fucking show to catch a predator? I mean, what are you doing here today? Seriously. Bring that show back. You don't have to bring Chris Hansen back, but bring back the phrase. What are you doing here today? I don't care. I just want that show back. That show was fucking gold, man. They can use your car to track you, too. Get a cab. Get yourself a burner phone, a hoodie, glasses, take a cab, pay with cash, pay everything with cash. Don't be like Juicy. Juicy Smollett pays off his guy with check. That's why he got caught. I'm supposed to believe in movies that there are criminal masterminds out there. I I just have to say this right now. That ain't true. All these criminals are a bunch of fucking idiots. Well, I got caught using my cell phone. Why didn't you just invite them to your residence then, stupid? You think that, that, that when the girl showed up at the house, she was wearing a... Jake Tapper CNN t-shirt. On the back, it just said staff. Good God. I hope Jake Tapper gets in trouble for this as well. Because I don't like that guy. That guy's a piece of garbage. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Last segment coming up here in just a few minutes. Happy Christmas, Kelko. Happy Christmas, Julie. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And so this is Christmas I hope you have fun The near and the dear ones The old and the young A very Merry Christmas 
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, Ogre says the better version of this song is on YouTube. It's called The Rose Bowl is Vince's. It's about the one and only Vince Young, B.Y., the greatest quarterback in UT history, and his Rose Bowl legacy gives me the chills. Hook them. Oh, love me some B.Y. stories. Hopefully, Quinn Evers can become QE and and relive that, but we got to wait another college football season to see if any of that stuff happens for the Longhorns. Uh, welcome back to the show. Yes, it's Christmas music this week. They played the U2 uh, Christmas song. And then uh, I got the John Lennon shit out of the way. So that, that one's gone. By the way, I'm going to try not to repeat many songs this week. I, I'm going to do my best. Uh, There's so many, only so many Christmas songs I can stand, and I'm trying not to do the, you know, the easy ones. But, like, here's an example. <laughs> shit I found, though, this year. Are you ready for this? The, the, this, is, this is amazing to me. Billy Idol released a Christmas album this year. Billy fucking Idol. Yes, we have songs from Billy Idol. We have a Waffle House Christmas song. Lots of George Strait. Oh, that's why I, I can look up Jerry Lee. Hold on. I'll look that up later. Got to have Jerry Lee in there. Okay. Uh, but lots and lots of stuff. We, we, got, we got tons of stuff. Uh, Pentatonics. I know everybody wanted to hear them. I got Pentatonics that we'll play. So all kinds of stuff coming up this week on the big show. Now, to round out today's show, I just found this story. Wow. D.C. public schools have launched an investigation After elementary school students, so first through sixth grade, I'm sorry, kindergarten through sixth grade students, were reported and instructed to reenact the Holocaust, including some lucky kid got to play Adolf Hitler while other kids got to dig ditches and serve as mass graves. The lesson apparently given to third graders, what's that, like 12? At Watkins Elementary School Friday left the students, quote, traumatized. Parents said last week received a report of a classroom of students receiving a lesson that included portraying different perspectives of the Holocaust. Students should never be tasked with acting out any atrocity, especially genocide and war. (laughs) Little Johnny, your portrayal of Hitler was amazing. I thought he was really here. All you kids that played Jews in the gas chamber, great job. What the actual fuck is going on in our world? What teacher thought this was a good idea? (laughs) The district also said the staff member involved has been placed on leave. You think? Placed on leave? 
I, I don't like this whole placed on leave bullshit. How about you fire that person immediately? Was Mel Gibson one of the producers? What, you don't want to teach history? <laughs> Quote, this was not an approved lesson plan, and we sincerely apologize. Well, okay. <laughs> Is that something they went over in their teachers' meetings? Hey, uh, who wants to be in charge of reenacting the Holocaust this year? Don't put your hands all up at once. This is not a good idea ever. They can't fire right away because of the union rules. Fuck that. The union needs to put an amendment in there that says if you reenact the Holocaust, including having a child play Hitler, you get fired. I understand unions are there, and they're there for a reason, but God damn. I'd like to know. I want to know how this works out with the teacher. Teacher's sitting there scratching their head going, what would be a good lesson plan? I have to teach them about history. And rather than just using the book and, and maybe showing some pictures of how terrible it was, we have the kids play along. Now, Jimmy, I need you to go home and tell your mom she needs to fashion you a uniform that looks like Hitler. I mean, seriously. Oh, my God. The principal of the school sent a letter home to parents. The principal of the school should drive to every parent whose kid was in that class. Not send a fucking letter. The, the fucking guy shows up at the fucking house. I, let, let, let's act this one out, shall we? Yeah, uh, hold on a second. Let me get the door. Uh, come on in. Oh, Principal Assfuck. What are you doing here? Well, it's come to my attention that uh, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Shit for Brains decided to have your son's class reenact the Holocaust. And I guess your son was playing Hitler. You see the kid goose-stepping all around the fucking house. How, how You send a letter. Oh, that makes it all go away. One, teach, one parent said, my husband picked up our kid at school, and they were sobbing and crying and in distress. The mother claimed her, told, her child was told to pretend to choke and die inside a gas chamber and had to watch students simulate digging their own graves. Good God. Man, are you, do you think that you're going to get a Tony? You don't have to make it that realistic. First of all, you don't do it. Second of all, if you're going to be stupid and you're going to do it, you don't have to make it quite that realistic. Hell, do you think if this teacher would have gotten away with it, they would have asked for extra money next year and actually fucking made the kids choke on something? The child who was instructed to play Hitler is not doing well at all, and other kids are struggling as well. 
Now, see, that, that, that right there, if I was the kid that was to play Hitler, oh, I'd be doing fine because well, I'm the Fuhrer. Oh, you got something to say to me? I'll put your ass back in that gas chamber. This is one of the most fucked up stories I've ever read in my entire life. A 12-year-old had to play Hitler, and they decided to say he's not. You don't think he's doing well? Really? He was in charge of six million deaths. You, that, that's not too much to put on a third grader. Parents said they're traumatized. One parent said their child was worried that the teacher in question was hiding at their house. The school is offering counseling for the affected students. Parents say they just want accountability. Sorry is not enough, and we're going to lay out what that looks like as parents. <laughs> Was the teacher Dwight Schrute? This would be, I mean, honestly, who would think that that is a good idea? Well, let's see. Uh, obviously, this teacher's not married. Yeah, what, what are you doing in class today, hon? Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to uh, we're going to reenact the Holocaust. Uh huh. With the third graders. Yeah, yeah, I got little Jimmy Johnson. He's going to be playing Hitler. He's a hell of a kid. <laughs> a 12 year old? You sure he wasn't nine? That's funny. They should teach the Holocaust as students learn segregation and won't repeat it because that's what's happening today with COVID. Look, look, look. I have no problem with schools teaching about the Holocaust. I think it is absolutely imperative that, that, that kids are taught about history in this country and teach them. What I'm talking about is a reenactment of it. That's too far. That, 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 that's a road too far. I have no problem with I'll, – I'll have to see the textbooks and see what they say. But if you're teaching somebody about – you can teach somebody without reenacting the gas chambers. Coming soon, a Mormon private school full of white kids will reenact Rwandan genocide, complete with black makeup, blackface makeup. Should be a big hit. No protest necessary. I mean, damn. We should learn from history because, yes, Fred, you are correct. The whole show me your papers thing is what we got going on now with your vaccine passports. But there's a way to teach it, and then there's a way not to teach it. I would say every fucking way not to teach it is reenactment. (laughs) Paying homage to it. I can't help but laugh because it's so goddamn funny. What if they reenacted Schindler's List? Probably too far. Probably too far. Just go with the textbook. If I was a teacher and I had to teach about the Holocaust, I'd go with the textbook and try to get through it as fast as I can, especially in today's world, where I'm not, I don't know if I got any Jewish parents in there, and I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm trying to teach it, and I will teach that Hitler was a bad person. The Nazis were all bad. None of them waved a Confederate flag, though. The swastika, bad. No longer a sign of peace, except in that peaceful place of the world where 
Hitler stole it from. They still use it. Why? Because they have balls. But that's a different story. Maybe a kid in the balcony seat will start picking off the second graders with a scoped rifle. What if they made the Jews happy to go into the gas chambers? Would that help? Probably not. See, then you're changing history. I don't think any about anybody was very happy going on those railroad trains and, and then showing up and getting a number tattooed on your arm. Fuck, I'm surprised the teacher didn't tattoo the damn kids. <laughs> In the vein of Joe Biden, Hitler was a bad dude. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> Derek, Hitler's a bad dude. And this happened in Washington, D.C. For fuck's sake. There's really a fun game called Secret Hitler. My sister and brother-in-law brought over and we all played. The funny part is that my brother-in-law is Jewish. Every so often, he's Hitler in the game. Dear God. Uh, Yeah, but you see, 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 that's a fun game because you know history and you're adults. A third grader. <laughs> Do you think the teacher drew the mustache on him? Boy, and some of them kids that were soldiers, they probably loved that role, dragging their friends into the gas chamber. What the fuck, man? Oh, God. All right, how about this? How about, oh, Wow. Man, oh, man, I'm really looking forward to going to New York, possibly. Where restaurants are using traps baited with Oreos to tackle the city's rampant rat problems. Rat sightings have soared 40% in 2021. And that's in the restaurants, they're up 40%. It's all due to the lack of funding and trash collection and street cleaning services. Hello? (laughs) Did you ever hear of a little thing called the bubonic plague? I, 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 I know, I know, I know. I know it was spread by the dangerous bug, the bubon. What the fuck? Does, Does nobody remember history anymore? Oh, it sounds worse than it is. It's about eliminating fascists in the game. Okay. Uh, I wonder if any of the Jewish teens were looking forward to getting their first tattoo and this was it. Right now, because they're going to just pinch a bunch of fat kids' hands. No rats are going to be collected. Not a one. Just a bunch of kids with hurt hands. An attempt to tackle the issue... That has especially gotten out of hand. Restaurants are leasing a two-foot-tall device. It promises to kill the rodents with Oreo cookies and a safe alcohol-based substance. So, So what you're telling me is New York rats are addicted to gin and, and Oreos? Is that a good mixture? You're going to get these rats stumbling in to have some more fucking gin, and they're going to be nibbling on Oreos. That'll kill them. 
the cookies along with sunflower seeds and other type of bait. What rat eats sunflower seeds? And by the way, if there's a rat that eats sunflower seeds, I'm asking, this, this is just hypothetical question. I don't want to know the answer. Because rats, re- I, I understand rats eat anything. But what kind of fucking nerd rat is out there eating sunflower seeds? Hi, guys. It's me, Ronnie the Rat. I'm going to have some sunflower seeds. You guys stay away from those hot dogs over there. And I hear the Oreos are quite tasty, but I'm going to eat sunflower seeds. Yay. What kind of fucking pussy rat is that? I would not allow him to play in any more rat games. Squirrels carry bubonic plague. It's one of the normal diseases they live with, from what I'm told. Then we should kill all squirrels. All squirrels should be decimated. Uh, They should use cats. Pussy solves so many problems in the world. Anger, war, pussy, depression, unemployment, pussy, rats in New York, pussy. A A vegan woke virtue signaled the rat. That's who eats sunflower seeds. Ronnie the Rat is vegan. Hi, guys. I'm Ronnie the Rat. Let me tell you, all the rage this year is breaking into restaurants and eating their gross food. Not me. After my morning Pilates class, I have to have sunflower seeds. The shit is wrong with you, Ronnie the Rat. The rats that play on youth softball leagues chew sunflowers <laughs> instead of tobacco. Jesus Christ. Look for the rat that has the horn rim glasses, a pea coat, and a disease. Hey, man, how you want to catch these rats? Well, let's use Oreos. First of all, you come to my house looking for Oreos to catch rats, I'm going to shoot you right in the face. Yeah, you know I ain't kidding. I'm going to break out a gun and I'm going to shoot you. In the face! In the face! Superintendent states we can't kill the rat. Say what? No, no, we have to let the rat. Says who? That's not in the Geneva Convention. If I got rats that are breaking in my place, no, it's my job to kill. Rats don't have rights. They're rats. The woke rats think black squirrels don't know how to register to collect nuts for the winter. (laughs) And the Florida squirrels are mostly convicts. Oh, man. That's good stuff right there. Oh, God damn it. And then California, you ready for this one? By the way, let me just say it right now. I see no problem with this story in the near future. Oh, yes, they, they don't have rights yet. You're absolutely right about that. California is planning on dropping 3,000 pounds of mouse poison 
onto coastal islands to save rare seabirds. The agency that regulates California coastlines voted to drop about 3,000 pounds of poison bait. Do I need to even go into why this is a bad idea? The Coastal Commission of California approved a plan to poison invasive mice-threatening rare seabirds. Why don't you go out and buy a bunch of gardener steaks or feral cats? They'll take care of it. The, uh, the agency that regulates California's coastlines voted 5-3 to approve the plan to drop 3,000 pounds of poison bait from helicopters. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, be, because the mice are going to jump in the water to eat that. Oh, that's right, the fish are going to eat that. This is a bad idea. I mean, that's all I can say. The Farallon Islands Refuge is home to an estimated 300,000 breeding seabirds, including the rare Ashai storm petrel. Yeah, that number is going to go down dramatically now. It's not because uh, of the mice. It's because of the poison. Then what's going to eat the poison carcasses and die too? Yeah, the sharks, the seals. Great idea. Great idea. Bravo, California. Way to keep it green, people. Three thousand pounds? That's a ton and a half of fucking poison they have. Dear God in heaven. And Jen, it doesn't make sense. You say, and this is just poison that affects only mice? Not, not one other living thing will ingest this and die from it? How does that make any sense? It doesn't. But yeah, absolutely, but plastic straws are the problem. Yeah, we'll go ahead and dump. By the way, where's the EPA? Where's all the tree-hugging, fucking slack-jawed, fucking faggot people that want to protest whenever you want to put something near the water? No, we're, we're just drop poison in there. It's it, 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 nothing to see here. Come on. Good God in heaven. This is terrifying. This is truly the end of days. In a small Indian village... A pack of how does how does this sound? sound? No, there we go. A pack? No, that's too much. How about that? No, no, no. Ooh, that's good. In a small Indian? No, that's still too much. Let's go to the Omicron. Oh, there we go. Omicron. In a small Indian village, a pack of murderous monkeys. I didn't write that. 
murderous monkeys. Have started a war with local dogs. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> so I'm thinking that there's one monkey and he's in this general outfit and he's there to meet with <laughs> with a dog who's also in a general outfit. And they're going over the rules of engagement in this war. About 250 dogs have been dragged to the tops of buildings and trees and dropped by crews of raging primates that are apparently furious with the puppies after they killed one of their babies. Oh, you're going to kill one of ours? We're going to kill all of yours. This is happening in Maharashtra's Bead District, about 300 miles east of Mumbai. The monkeys have been on a quest for revenge. Where are the local people with guns? You got a bunch of murdering, and they're murdering the shit out of these dogs by dropping them in. I can picture a monkey right now taking a cue from Alec Baldwin and saying, I did not pull that trick. No, 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 no. I, I didn't kill that dog. I never would. Those monkeys are smoking, wearing leather, dealing fentanyl, and riding small motorcycles around. Some have old Nazi helmets and iron crosses. Villagers have told news outlets the killing started about a month ago when a few dogs killed an infant monkey, and since then, it's been on. This is like how World War I was started, right? Didn't like, you know, what was his name? Uh, King, King or Prince something and Isabel, Prince Isabel, they were shot, and that's how we started World War I. Oh, my God, there's an action photo. This monkey is running off, and it looks like it's got a, a chimpanzee. I'm not kidding. This is real. But scroll about a, a quarter of the way down. You'll, it's the second picture under the video. Then you got big dogs going after them. In Lavul, a population of about 5,000 villagers, called the forest department for help dealing with the primates, but when the officials came, they weren't able to catch a single monkey. That's your problem. Don't catch them. Kill them. They're monkeys. They'll have, they will, I promise you, they will have plenty of more children because they're monkeys, and that's what they do. Them and rabbits, they like to fuck. The villagers decided to take action themselves. They A-teamed the shit out of this and wrangle up the beast. But the simians then turned their sights on local men, some of whom who have been injured from falling from buildings while trying to save the dogs. Nearly all of the dogs in this district have been killed. 
the monkeys haven't stopped with fucking dogs. They've moved on to small children. It's time to call in the fucking military. Your village sucks. You're getting overrun by a bunch of goddamn monkeys. Planet of the Apes is real, people. It starts with dogs and moves on to children. Are women next? I read that in obedient school class of German shepherds. Want to stage a reenactment of the Holocaust? <laughs> you see the German shepherds, they goose step with their front feet. Why haven't they poisoned the monkeys? It's working in California, right? Yeah, keep them crazy fucking monkeys at bay with poison. See, th- this is what they, they need to they need to be able to pick up the phone over in India. Hello, come again. They need to call up somebody in America. Uh, we need our services. Get some shoot uh, some 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 person that's like a sharpshooter. You go over there and you start killing every fucking monkey you see. You see a primate come down from a tree, you put it in the ground. Or you go up in that tree and you find that that primate's mate or its child and just burn that shit. Oh, this is war. Hello, this is Chad. We need the American Army. We have monkeys. Hello, it's me, Chad. My brother Dirk. (laughs) My brother Dirk is fighting in a war against the primates. Our other brother, Zane. He's not happy about this at all. No, I, I've got an even better way, but I'll read it, Ogre. Sharpshooter's my ass. Let's get a bunch of MAGA hat-wearing good old boys with shotguns. We'll take out those monkeys in a week. How about this? How about we just drop napalm on that village? Let's do it. Let, let's good morning Vietnam this fucking thing. Let's get rid of all these damn monkeys. Get a bunch of bananas, put smart bombs in there, throw them to the monkeys. As soon as they start to open them, boom. Good God Almighty. How was your day today, hun? Well, I was attacked by a monkey. And notice, notice, notice. You see, this show is, it, it is so grown up sophisticated, if you will, not one spanking the monkey joke was made. Damn right, because we're better than that here at the Arnie State Show. I'm not better than bringing it up, of course not, no, but we are better than doing that. Our final stories of the day come from one of our very, very, very favorite places. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a, a trip, shall we? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Not not like they do in India. 
I'll tell you right now, uh, all signs point to India as having the worst problem on the earth. You got a bunch of crazed monkeys that are killing kids now. Next. Kale says, I only didn't make the joke because I was too busy yelling at a co-worker. This could be the next plot line for the next Expendables movie. <laughs> I like this. This is such a funny line to use. I don't understand why the village is not fighting back. <laughs> They're fighting monkeys. We're not fighting back. I mean, like after three dogs, something needed to be done. Like, why are they not walking around with, with guns shooting and anything that with too much hair? Amen to that. Good God. All right. Our first story from the Sunshine State is about a naked man. I know that's a shocker. <laughs> okay, brace yourself. There was a man naked in Florida. I know. Uh, we can say they were using guerrilla warfare. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> a naked Florida man, that's weird to put in the very beginning of the story. A naked Florida man stole a pickup from a dealership, worst dealership in the world. Would he give him his clothes as collateral? Then he led police on a pursuit Wednesday in Melbourne. Police say Richard Blouse was at a Fiat of Melbourne before 7 a.m. when an employee saw him standing naked in a paint booth before the man got into a 2021 Ram truck. They did have surveillance video on him. Showed him at the dealership before 5 a.m. only wearing underwear, walking around the business, getting into another car, and sitting on its roof for 30 minutes. Once the police contacted the truck's owner, officials were able to track the truck and located it going north on I-95. An officer in an unmarked vehicle saw the truck driving erratic. Well, of course it's erratic. You got a naked guy in there. God damn it. Spilled all over myself. Fuck me. Officer said the trucks exited in Cocoa Beach before authorities were able to stop him and take him into custody. I mean, he got away with a lot. He stole a car from a dealership and he's naked? Not enough steam cleaning on earth can be done to make that naked man truck worth selling. Those seats are ruined. Scrap it. <laughs> Only in Florida, though. Oh, God, they have the overhead picture of it. A drone picture. There's a fucking policeman standing over a naked guy in a lawn. Wow. Well, he was on something good that night. That's a guy I probably couldn't relate to if I ever went to an AA meeting and saw him in there. Well, there's one time I got real, real fucked up, and, uh, well, I stole a truck from a car dealership and just decided to start driving all over Florida. I was looking for them crazy monkeys that are killing everybody. 
Now, this next event is about, next story in Florida is about Lincoln and Amanda Germa. They had been missing uh, from Indiana and turned up in Volusia County. So they were probably in Florida just long enough to get fluoritis. They were there in Volusia County along with a stolen van and an unidentified baby. I bet you the reason why that baby was un- unidentified is because it's black and it doesn't have an ID or nowhere to get an ID. Or it could be the fact that, well, babies aren't really that identifiable. I- I- identifiable. I- I'm just saying. Did the cop go up to the baby and go, you got your ID? Detectives in Johnson County, Indiana, alerted the Volusia County Sheriff's Office that a cell phone belonged to the couple had been pinged in the area a couple times, so the police put a lookout for him. Said that the two were seen returning a stolen Penske moving van, which had stolen plates from another moving van. Couple had a stroller with them, record show, but family members have told detectives that she had a miscarriage and they don't have any other kids. So they stole a child. They stole a child, then took it to Florida. That's endangerment 101 right there. Investigators say they surrounded the vehicle, ordered the couple out. Once both were secured, deputies said they searched the vehicle and found the baby in the cargo area of the van. Now, nobody should be upset. Uh, Why wasn't there a car seat? Because you're talking about assholes that stole a baby. That's why there's no car seat. Records show there were several items inside the cargo area that were not secured properly and could have injured the baby. Investigators say the arrest. The couple claims the baby's there. They had a childbirth at home. They had a home childbirth. That's why there's no records of it. Uh huh. Cops are going to use DNA to figure out who the parents are. Infant is being cared for by children and family pending investigation. There you go. Yeah, these two mouth breathers are going to fucking prison for a long, long time. And now our final story. Dateline, Jacksonville, Florida. A Florida woman told deputies she gave her boyfriend just enough poison in his lemonade to shut him up. Well, that's a healthy relationship. That right there is a fucking healthy relationship. Deputies with the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office said Alvis Parrish put a psychotic, uh, a psychotic drug in the lemonade of Mr. Walter Carter, with whom she'd been living with for nine years. Then she called the police. When deputies arrived at her home, she was on the front porch, and she said she did it because he wouldn't shut up. That some bitch just kept talking and talking and talking, and I had enough. 
Mama's like, oh, you're going to go to sleep for a while, motherfucker. Oh, she is quoted. <clears throat> let, me, let me get my best white trash voice because, you know, she's going to have some cigarettes too. I gave him just enough to shut him up and called y'all so he, would be, so he wouldn't die. Wow, what a lifesaver. What, what, what an utter beacon of hope that gal is. I called you, didn't I? This thing almost cost me $14 at the Piggly Wiggly. A deputy put her in handcuffs. She said, do whatever you want. If you don't take me, I will kill him. Deputy reported she was speaking with a slur as if she was intoxicated. Whoa, whoa, she was intoxicated? My God, stop the presses. I mean, she's intoxicated? And she tried to kill her boyfriend with poison in his drink? No. Pro tip, if you want to shut someone up, (laughs) maybe use like NyQuil or Advil PM, but not acid. That's a sure way to not get shut someone up. I've never known anyone who tripped quietly ever. Fucking moron. She sounds like a treat. Is she related to Santa? No kidding. The 61-year-old, and that makes it even worse. She's in her 60s. She should know better than that. Told the deputies lemonade tasted funny. Oh, this is Carter. This is the man. I guess he woke up. Well, lemonade tastes a little funny. I never thought she'd give me one with drugs in it. Jesus. What does this taste like to you? Does this taste like chloroform? I know this smells like chloroform. Here, see? See, this is that bullshit. This is that bullshit. Women can get away with murder. Let's say the woman bought this, and, and, and oh, I don't like the way this tastes. Here, try it. Uh-huh. Oh, this isn't very good lemonade. You want it? Well, yeah, because I don't want to waste it. And then poof, you're done. Good God almighty. What the hell is wrong with you damn people in Florida? All right, that's going to do it for us today. If something is not perfect, I don't want it. I'm not going to settle for a funny taste in every. He kind of deserved what he got. Eh, Maybe, but probably not. I mean, he did get poisoned after all. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. we got listener mail tomorrow to go through. We've got more Christmas music to go through. Uh, I believe Wednesday we're going to do the greatest signature sandwiches at fast food restaurants. And then Friday we have worse Christmas traditions. Saving it for that day. That is Christmas Eve, so... We will be back tomorrow. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're there. 
So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. We'll be swinging around the Christmas tree Dancing to a Christmas melody When it's Christmas time in Texas It might look just like a summer day There may not be snow in San Antonio But it's a Texas Christmas too when Santa crosses over the border He'll sound a little different when he sings He'll hear those twin fiddles playing Christmas songs with a touch of western swing There may not be snow in San Antonio But it's a Texas Christmas too is outside waiting to arrest him.